Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Twist Turns and One Liners. Brittany's joining me again this week hey, uh, for Into the Blue. Uh, we briefly mentioned this in uh, a couple weeks back when we did the episode on Sahara. We uh, yeah, it was when we saw and what was it again? It was Paramount or Peacock or something. It was when we were scrolling. It was Paramount Plus because it was a show. It was on Showtime, <clears throat> or at least Sahara's on Showtime. And we saw this in the same listing. And funny enough, when we went back to watch it, like what, a week after we saw it, Mm -hmm. it had been taken off. Yeah, we ended up renting it. And so we had already mentioned in the podcast that we were going to watch it. Mm -hmm. So we ended up renting it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So a little unfortunate timing. But either way, I think this is one that like I'll probably just like buy on Blu-ray at some point, just like when I... I don't know, randomly am able to. I'm assuming a Blu-ray exists for it out there that I can that I can order just because it's like it's as as we'll get into, it's not like it's an amazing movie by any means. It's just one of those ones that I've you know, I've seen a million times. It's one that it's not bad to just like throw on or right. whatever when you are bored or whatnot. Right. So do you want to start by giving a summary of the movie? Sure. It's pretty straightforward. Um, there are these people that live in what is it? Is it the Bahamas? I think Bahamas. They live in they live in the Bahamas, and there's like uh, there's some drug trafficking that goes on in this area, and a drug cargo plane crashes into the ocean, and these would be treasure hunters kind of stumble upon it. And kind of get into a bit of a predicament, I suppose, while also at the same time discovering a rumored lost ship from long ago. Yeah. That's a good summary. I think, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I would have said this last time, but either way, like after we watched this, I pretty much said straight up that this movie and Sahara, they're pretty much the same movie. We were talking about it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of why we ended up watching it, because you right. said they were similar. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. This one's a little bit more, um, like, the main focus is, like, the treasure hunt. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the side thing is, like, the drug deal situation. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the other one, the treasure hunt was more... It was initially It was initially the main... Extra. It was initially the main thing, but then once they realized what was going on, they... It didn't seem like it was... shifted focus. Yeah, it didn't seem like as much focus was on the treasure hunt in Sahara. Mm -hmm. So I liked this one. I liked them both. I liked this one better, I think. I think the... The big difference between these two, or like the big difference for me between these two movies and what make them like kind of turn them into a different thing, even though the kind of the beats and the story are are really similar, is like the, like these people, aside from Paul Walker and Jessica Alba's characters being like, you know, essentially expert like divers, um, all of the stuff that happens... All of the stuff that happens in this movie is kind of with okay, here's a better way to approach it. With with Sahara, 
the two guys were like experts, like in everything that was happening. So not just like the the treasure hunting side of things, but when it came to you know being combatants and trying yeah. to rescue people, they were ex Navy SEALs. So they were literally like perfect at everything they did. Uh-huh. Whereas like these guys, obviously they they know the diving side of things. I I, would, I guess at the same time though, the them being the locals and kind of having the local knowledge is kind of them being an expert as well i suppose yeah i think i just liked the plot of this movie better but i i did like like i liked matthew mcconaughey better Mm -hmm. like and what i forget that other guy's name but Mm -hmm. like their dynamic Mm -hmm. you didn't really have that right in this movie i mean you did a little bit yeah but they kind of were like not they were on the same team but not right like they had different ideas of like what like how they should go about it right. basically but at at the same time though like all the mistakes happened when they were apart from each other like the when they were working together like things were going well for them but when they you know when the the friend was off at the club or whatever on his own or and when like basically when they were working together everything was gelling it was when you know, it was when they, like, for whatever reason, weren't together that the friend was fucking up. So it was yeah. kind of one of those things where, like, I don't know. Had they, had he not, well, obviously, had he not gone off on his own to, like, organize some stuff, it wouldn't have I been I feel a like he was just, like, more greedy. Well, yeah, of course. Whereas the, like, Jessica Alba's character and Paul Walker's character, they, like, I think they liked the history and the, mm-hmm. like, the treasure hunt part of it <laughs> I don't sa- know at the same time there's like there's greed there was greed throughout the entire group right because yeah they chose not to report the plane because they didn't want it to mess up their claim to yeah because they wanted the shipwreck yeah right? they wanted to but they like wanted to be the ones who just like discovered it first right. not I mean you get money for that I'm assuming but like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like it was less about the well, they were they they just didn't want the whole air. They didn't want the more. whole. Well, yeah, but what's the difference? I'm just saying, it got them. It wouldn't have got them into trouble if they reported it. Wasn't it? Wasn't it like the reason they that guy got like what I I forget. It's been like a a week since we watched this movie. Just so everyone knows, so <laughs> it's not fresh in my brain, but um. Wasn't it the, like, why, how did he get involved with the drug people? Like, how did he, that ha- all go down? I forget. Well, they went back, like, are you saying, like, af- like what got them into trouble towards the end? Where he was taught, like, where the Bryce character. It's when, because they. Was talking to the. They went back to the dealer. guy, they went back to the guy from the club. And was going to try, was going to try to sell them some, some of the drugs. Right. And his connection, the guy from the club is the the guys whose drugs they were oh so that's how they found out they were down there though right otherwise they wouldn't have found that out at all well not yet at least oh yeah because they had they they had other people looking for it okay but i'm like trying to remember the movie (laughs) it's just one of those things like i did yeah i think the they would have been screwed either way 
because as soon as they report it, the you know the cops that are kind of on that guy's like payroll are yeah. gonna you know it's all gonna the drugs are gonna go to the bad guys anyway. But yeah. then also they won't have stake to the claim basically because you know. And why did they end up taking the drugs? Didn't like they weren't gonna touch them, and then they ended up they were gonna get them or no? Yeah, because they were going to sell them so they could pay for the equipment. They were going to use them to pay for the equipment. Oh, yeah. That's... But then they did that, behind, like the friend did that behind their back. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, it's been too long since we watched <laughs> I mean, what's today? It's Saturday. It was Monday when we watched it. But anyway. Also, if you can't hear it in my voice, I have like a cold that just won't go away. So <laughs> I can blame it on that. I think it's it's one of those things where it was a lose-lose for them regardless. Because like I said, as soon as they go to the cops, the cops are kind of in on it. If they, you know, if they don't go to the cops and they get and they make the claim and all that stuff, like maybe they would have been able to be okay mm-hmm. without like if it wasn't for the you know the new girlfriend that kind of yeah. screwed everything up also like her dying yeah was like <laughs> just the fact that the like the boyfriend the Bryce character mm-hmm. just was like oh well well, like I mean, he didn't he said, even care he had literally just met her like when they were Still, when they came to the like, island Oh, and that was, like, so graphic. Like, her, like... Whole leg her, missing? Like, yeah, thigh was gone. Yeah. Yeah, that was scary. Mm-hmm. Dark attacks. It was weird, because, like, in the beginning of the movie, weren't they, like, swimming with sharks, and then... Well, that was the whole thing. The whole... That was the whole bit was... She's like, oh, those ones are fine. Like, it's tiger sharks you gotta look out for. Yeah. And, of course, it was, a, like, a tiger shark that was at the plane wreck when they were diving at night. Oh, yeah. That's scary. I mean, yeah. They did not prepare well for that. Yeah. Well, I don't think you really can. I don't think they were in the position to, right? Because they didn't have any money. So, like, just, they were just going to be diving like normal. Also, like, just, it was just weird how, it, like, her death was kind of just, like, a blip in everything going on. Well, yeah. I mean, the, like, it was, like I said, like, they were saying, though, like, they, no one knew her. It was like a, like. Yeah, but still, like, aren't they going to, like, Tell her parents or something. I'm assuming her family. They don't. I'm assuming they don't know who they are. Who so that she's is. just dead. I'm and assuming no authorities or someone at the hospital would would figure out how that all works. Yeah. I mean, they were kind of in the middle of it, so I don't think they were too worried about calling loved ones about. You know, yeah. Someone yeah. they don't know, like. Well, wouldn't they have to like report like what happened or like what they were doing? It probably wouldn't be hard to just say, oh, we were diving and shark tech. shark tech. Like, they don't need to get too specific. It's not like they're going to go hunt down the shark. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, this one, it's one of those things where it's not, everything that happens isn't surprising and it's all foreshadowed pretty, like, pretty clearly. Mm-hmm. Right. 
I also think I like this movie because even though it sounds like I didn't like it because mm-hmm. I can't remember it well. <laughs> um, I like like water, like underwater stuff mm-hmm. like and that like um, footage and stuff. And I was saying to Colton while we were watching this movie that we should go scuba diving or snorkeling or whatever. Like, I think that would be so fun. Like those beginning shots where mm-hmm. they were doing that. It looked so fun. And I, I don't know. There's something about like the underwater, like scene scenes in movies. Like when we saw like the little mermaid, um, in IMAX and stuff, like it just like makes me sit like, <laughs> it just like makes me at peace or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just find it like very, I think calming. I think there's kind of a trap though, like with a movie like this and how like it's presented, like, you know, they're going underwater and they're spending a decent amount of time underwater. Yeah. And then they're like, they're just really good at good at it. Yeah. Like if we would go to do what you're saying, It'd like be a, little, a little bit more clunky and a little less. But still, we're going to do it. <laughs> um, Y'all heard it here. And I'm going to revert back to this podcast episode. Like when you were like, now nah, we're not doing that. Well. So are you going to agree to um, go scuba diving with me? I need like, it on the record. The snorkeling, snorkeling is one thing, but like, just like I was saying when we were talking about it, like if you want to go like actual like scuba diving anywhere, you usually have to get like certified and take classes. You got nothing but time, baby. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's not, it's, so simple. That, it's not uh, like you can just pop up yes. and be like, hey, let's go down there and I see what's going that, on. Obviously. No one said that. No one said I'm going scuba diving tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So... Just on the record. It's kind of cool. I'm flipping through some pictures here from the Scuba movie. Diving? No, from the movie. And they got like, like, I mean, it, I've seen it before, but like they have like weights like strapped to them so they can like go down easier. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, so, this is one. Go actually, ahead. I have a question. Like, were they actually scoot? Like, were those like, um, actually them the actors doing all that or probably not you know i don't know i'm sure some of it was but some of it definitely wasn't some of it was some of it for sure wasn't i'm picturing like um i don't know if you ever saw the last song but there's like a scene in that where they're like i don't know if it's like snorkeling scuba diving whatever Mm -hmm. in an aquarium and um like there's shots of them and you can totally tell it's not them Mm -hmm. But in this movie, I couldn't tell. Yeah, I think part of part of what makes it e- like easier in this movie for it to be different people is uh, the all the gear, like the goggles and shit. Like True. it's much easier to like obscure details. Yeah, but they must have to do some of it. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. like their faces. Like- yeah, there's close up spots and things like that for sure. I would just. I mean, just like any other movie, like there's liability around, right? Where if there's certain stuff they're doing, I imagine they have to have, they have to have like stunt people doing it. That's just like crazy. Like thinking like, I feel like I don't think about that a lot when I think of like actors. I think of like, oh, you just need to like know how to like, I don't know, act. (laughs) Not like do all these stunts and stuff. Mm -hmm. But they really, I think a lot of times do like. Have well, to do like certain things that 
I think nowadays there's a certain kind of... Are weird. There's a certain kind of, uh, I don't know, pride or point of like accomplishment. Yeah, like I can do my own Right, stuff. when people are doing their own stuff. I mean, even then, insurance companies won't let them do like everything most of the time. Yeah. Like the only, ex- there's the only exceptions to that are like, you know, Uber mega stars who can basically say, well, if we're, if I'm not doing it, we're not doing it. Like Tom Cruise. Like Tom Cruise. <laughs> you know, Tom like, Cruise always I, gets men- mentioned in these podcasts. Yeah. It, well, like I'm pretty sure there was an instance where like in one of the movies, it may have been Mission Impossible 3, the insurance company wasn't going to insure it because he wanted to do this stunt. I mean, yeah, it makes, so they got a different insurance company. They uh, said, screw you, and they went and got a different one to insure It makes movie. sense for like him, but like if you're just like an actor who's like, like, I don't know, low level, like, and you're like just trying to like make money to like pay yeah, for your living. I would imagine though you have to have Are some Are you going to want to like put yourself in like these Yeah, probably not. Situations? Probably not. And the people that are are people who are, have already had some sort of training doing yeah. whatever it is they're doing. That's another thing I was wondering is like when they're hire or when they're yeah hiring I guess um, for the role. I know they have like resumes or something where they like list, don't they? Like yeah, it, stuff it would they be like a, yeah, it'd be like anything else, right? Yeah, um, interesting. I mean, and there's. I think part, even if they like, I would imagine too. There's uh, when that dis- those decisions are being made. It's not just that like if they can do something that's similar to some of the stunts that are going to happen. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to do it, but I think I would imagine it f- gets factored in anyway because it would just mean that it's believe a little bit more believable, right? Yeah. Like what, something I'm thinking about right now is like Tom Holland and Spider Man. Like, during his, like, early audition stuff, like, he grew up doing gymnastics and stuff, so he's, like, doing flips and stuff mm. in his, like, audition stuff. Yeah. So, like, it's believable because he can actually do it. So, yeah. like, you don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, if you have some, I don't know, some, like, punk scrawny kid, like... Yeah, it wouldn't look like they'd actually be able to, like... Right, and which, I mean, that's a, that's a little di- a bit different, too, because it's, you know, superhero stuff, but... um, Yeah, I... I would imagine in this one they it's them whenever it can be, but I'm sure there's just times when it can't be. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this one another. I think it, did I say it, did I say that it did I say that it came out the same year as Sahara? I don't I, think you did on the podcast, but yeah. I remember we were talking about that. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it did. 2005 i remember other movies around that time um it's let's see how old would i have been 2005 i would have been 10 going on 11 there's a lot of movies i remember from hanging out with a buddy that and that we would watch so sahara is one of them into the blue um I was looking into some writing or some directing and writing credits of the uh, guys that worked on this, which it's not a very, it's not a bright shining career by any means, but the director also directed Blue Crush, which I'm sure you're oh, familiar yeah. with. Oh, yeah. The surfing um, movie. Yeah. And the writer. That's what I almost thought this was at first, I think, when we were scrolling. 
But then I was like, no, that's not right. I mean, they have a similar style to them, so it's pretty obvious yeah. that they're the same. It, it was directed the same by the same guy. But the the writer for this, another movie he wrote that I've seen is Torque. It's about motorcycle racing, and it's really kind of wonky. It was like a rebuttal to um, Fast and Furious. It's about motorcycles. There's a part where these two people are like fighting each other on crotch rockets. <laughs> so like they they like drive at each other, and then they do like a like a an endo or whatever where they go up on the front wheel mm-hmm. and they like swoop around and hit each other and then bounce mm-hmm. off and go back it's really nutty and like the whole thing is he gets on this bike at the end that's like so fast like faster than any other bike and then like it does this weird like tunnel vision it's it's goofy but like it's one of those like nostalgia movies for me just because i'd seen it you know when i was fucking 10 years old yeah <laughs> um is it <laughs> I don't know if that came through the mic, but Siri's talking back to us. I don't know, like, why it keeps doing that's like, the second time that's happened. I don't, like, hit any buttons. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. If it's voice triggered, it might uh, might pick it up. Maybe. Let's see. I was also saying when we were watching, it was either when while we were watching or right after, I'm pretty sure this is, like, peak Jessica Alba. Like, this is, like... From the time frame where she was just like doing everything, is she like in stuff now? Because I feel like, well, let's take a peek. I haven't even like she was on a t in a TV series this I mean, year. Stuff we've seen. Um, let's see. It doesn't look like it. I feel like I know her the best. Like I know of her because of like Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah. That was around when this movie came out. Yeah, I see, like, 2005. The most recent thing that she's been in that I've seen is Stretch. And honestly, I'll probably want to watch that on the podcast sometime. She's, like, the dispatcher for the limo company, I think. Uh, she was I mean, in, she's in quite a few things. I've oh, yeah, for sure. That I've, that I've seen. Yeah, like, the 2000s is where she was in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Like back to back to back, and then Paul Walker. But now she's as well. not really in much, right? I think it's just you know some people just end up kind of bailing. Yeah. Let me see what was. Yeah, plenty of stuff for uh, Paul Walker as well, right? Fast and Furious for sure was obviously ongoing during that time. Um, but, yep, two big, kind of popular, mainstream, kind of action-adventure people, right? Yeah. I I feel like I, well, I haven't, like, I've seen, like, one of the Fast and Furious movies, Mm -hmm. so, like, I hadn't seen, um, Paul Walker in much. Mm -hmm. I like him. Yeah. He's hot. Yeah, he's in a lot of like. There's a lot of movies in that I that I movies that he's in that I like outside of Fast and Furious. Um, oh, take, I see Eight Below. I've seen that. Yeah. Uh, Takers is pretty okay. I don't remember him in Flags Over Fathers. I've seen that, but I don't remember him being in it. Uh, Timeline was really fun. We watched that in history class. It's a t- time travel movie oh. where, where like these 
like archaeologists like get recruited to go back in time to like save somebody save like their mentor mm. but like they're like tied to these like wristbands and if they lose their wristbands they can't come back and it's this whole it's 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 one of those things where it probably isn't it's like looking at it from a different from an objective perspective it's probably not a very good movie but subjectively i really like it it's got gerard butler paul walker they're the main characters like the two main dudes but that'd be a good one to watch should actually jot that down i'll just keep the tab open maybe i'll remember do you feel like uh, this is really random but when you're like at the movies and you see a movie and like it's really good does it make you want to like go and watch more of the movies like that like a specific actor that's in that movie that you loved is in or not really um i feel like i've only had that happen when we saw that one um gerard butler movie recently i forget what it was when did we see recently um plane oh yeah and i was like it made me want to like after i saw that made me want to go watch more yeah i mean if you think like if you look at his movies like especially the last like you know five to eight years they're very similar they're all yeah they're all the same kind of vibe so it kind of makes sense yeah i just had that thought of like i don't know if you've ever had that happen to you Mm -hmm. just because we're talking like we're looking through other movies that right this cast i think I think it's less like like Gerard Butler is an interesting interesting example though kind of for the reason we said right at the very beginning for how I feel about those types of things when I go to a movie that I really like I'm more likely to want to watch similar movies less it's less with that actor but by saying that with Gerard Butler you're kind of saying yeah. that anyway yeah so I guess there there that that's one kind of way to look at it but like if we like when we went and saw Gran Turismo the other day, like it made me want to like, I think earlier in the week I had watched Moneyball or like may, it may have even been earlier that day. Uh-huh. Um, and then watching that, uh, watching Gran Turismo, like it kind of got me in that, like the whole based on a true story sports vibe. Mm-hmm. Granted, like I would. I feel like for me, it made me want to go racing, and this movie made me want to go scuba diving. So maybe <laughs> there's something going on there. Like, it inspires me to want to actually go do stuff. Yeah. I would say... Which I don't do. I would say that it was, start. It was kind of, that was probably kind of the purpose for Gran Turismo, but it was less wanting you to go actually race and more go play their video game. <laughs> I didn't feel that. I wanted well, to, like, not. get in a car. <laughs> I didn't want to just... I know what your uh, little setup mm-hmm. is like, and it's not the same. It can be pretty... It can be fun, though. It's not the same of that feeling like when you're in a car and you hit the and you go like you know yeah I know. not that i've ever been in a race car but just a regular car. right well i mean we popped it into sport mode on the Jeep, <laughs> and you were giving me shit about that it's like this is nothing like no i was giving you shit because i was like i was thinking like oh this makes me want to like drive fast and then you were driving and then you were like basically saying like that wasn't happening to you and then your driving said otherwise. No. <laughs> I wanted to 
show you. We were talking about, I think we were talking about GTRs. And I was talking about like their boost, like their assisted boost or whatever the heck it's called. Um, like thing. And we were talking about electric vehicles too, but about how like in those cars, they're perfectly street legal cars that anybody can own, but they're the kind of cars that when you punch on it, it's going to suck you back into the seat. That's what we were talking about. And then I said, and then I put, I did the, I, in, in the Jeep, if you have it in sport mode, it shifts differently. So like it doesn't dog when you hit the gas, it actually Uh gets up and goes. So that's why I did it was to show you how that little bit, how it feels in that little bit. Now imagine with these other vehicles. I think just like, I don't know, driving in a car after watching that movie, like it felt like you were going faster than you were or something. I don't know. It just felt like Yeah, because like I was definitely driving the speed limit the whole time. I don't know, man. No, I for sure was. (laughs) Yeah, I think you were, but it was just funny. But, uh, yeah, like, just to bring it back, we were talking about Paul Walker movie, go, well, go movie, other tangent. movies with these people, but Fast and Furious did make it to the wheel um, in the bi-weekly, for the bi-weekly wheel oh, spins. Yeah, I, I'm pretty oh. sure I put it on there. Fast and Furious is on the wheel, the first one, so that'll probably, that'll probably happen eventually. Um, I kind of, I've watched them. I've almost watched, I've watched up to the seventh one this week, although six wasn't on anything and I don't own it, so I didn't watch six, but as far as I'm concerned with those, like I mentioned this to you too, I think, I feel like those movies should have stopped at seven after Paul Walker passed away. Mm -hmm. Not that, like, that should stop movies from happening, but I just feel like it's, they be, I mean, everybody already knows those movies are off the rails now, like they're so out there, like... I think seven was the last one where you could suspend just a little bit of disbelief to go along with it. Like there was still some stuff that for sure, like wasn't possible and wouldn't happen. Same thing for six, although six isn't solid in my memory just because I haven't watched it recently, but there's for sure some stuff in there too. That's like a little bit like, okay, like this is a little harder. I would say fast five is the first one where like, there's just a little bit too much to like let go because they like drag this bang fault around like a city that like wouldn't it wouldn't work but like i would like i'm able to suspend just enough for that movie but then after that it kind of gets a little wonky but now with like eight nine and ten there's i think in nine they like go out into space with the car they like strap oh, a rocket what? they strap a rocket onto the top of a uh are they strap a yeah they strap a rocket onto the top of a car oh and then they like go they're up in space because they need to destroy a satellite or something oh god yeah it's pretty nutty i haven't Pass. seen the, i haven't seen the newest one but like if you watch the first one if you were to watch the first one and, and then the, the next one. one you watch is the last one you're like what the yeah. you'd be like what the hell happened yeah because it's a totally different thing like the the first two movies uh the first two movies are really grounded the first three movies mm-hmm. the first three movies are really like grounded like you know borderline dramas but um four is where that kind of where they make the hard turn to just kind of like straight up action oh but um so what did you think about like um josh josh brolin's character i so he was the big bad he was yeah he was the kind of the big the big bad waiting in the shadows right that's kind of like his role here I mean, you, when like, you first when you first meet him, like 
knowing, like, going back and watching this, like, especially anyone for the first time, if you go back and watch this and you see him at the beginning, you're like, oh, we're going to see him again. Like, if you don't yeah. know, if you don't know who he is, you you wouldn't pay as much mind to him, mm-hmm. I would think. Like, if you didn't know that. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't. I would say it Does would Does he normally be, play bad guys? I would say, you know, I don't think there's like a normally for him. I was just wondering if that's what you meant or just the fact that it's no, Josh Brolin. Just the fact that it's Josh Brolin. Like, so like initially, like they were not buddy, buddy, but they were, they were old like, acquaintances. Like he was going to work, like he was trying to get Paul Walker's character to work for him. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And then it turns out he's like, yeah, the one recovering drugs from the plane drops. Yeah, from like uh, so several like right, right. That's how like his business was yeah. booming as much as it was. Interesting. That's why he was able to buy the big fancy ship yeah. and stuff. I would say that's pretty. It looks like a pretty even split. Oh no, I don't know. You know, actually, he plays plenty of good guys. He plays plenty of not so good guys. But, I feel like he plays a good bad guy. Yeah, I think like so. he plays a good villain. That's like. Um, well, in this care in this um particular movie, like you want to think the bet, like you don't think that he's a villain. I guess he doesn't. He, he doesn't come off as like right. He doesn't until he starts. Ma- like it's when he's, excuse me, even when he's uh making like those little like veiled threats. Yeah, it's like hey, you know, nobody would like nobody would bat an eye like. Like down here, like you can shoot somebody for coming onto your boat without you giving them permission. Yeah. Like basically saying, like I could fucking kill you right now, and nobody would bat an eye. Yeah. Like I don't know. It was. A, it's at that. It's at that point where you realize that he's like. It was a twist, or like I didn't see it coming when he uh, was the one who like killed all those people. Wow. Well, yeah. Like yeah. when it was him who came out of the like yeah, yeah, closet yeah. or yep. whatever. I mean, there were a couple. I didn't see. There were a couple things like alluding to that. It was probably him, like the the whole hat thing when he gets pissed off about the hat. He's like, "One of your guys is the guys that's been fucking with us." Yeah, because they would like ransack their boat, the two dudes, oh. and then he like confronts him, and then basically from there on, he's basically say he basically said like, "I'll fucking kill you if you come back on my boat again." Yeah. So from there, like you could definitely like it's. They're like, yeah, okay, he's actually That's serious. True. He would just red rum everybody if he had to. I think for him, though, like we talked about some of the other people's movies, so we might as well talk about Josh Brolin movies, right? Um, we no, should, but also before we move on like mm-hmm. or talk about that, um, how come in all these movies, like law enforcement is basically like... Corrupt? Yeah. And just gets like walked off. Because like, no one if, cares about it. Because is it because of like the location? I feel like it. It also like the locations of these movies are like you know. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's easy. It's not too hard to believe that the bulk of the police force would be corrupt. You know, I think that's like it's not too hard to make that believable. I think the other thing too is if you have an adequate police force, you don't have a movie. Yeah. Like if so, the one the one guy that was um like a cop, their friend. Yeah, like Jessica Alba's mm-hmm. character's friend. Um, so he was corrupt, like yeah, or he just knew about it, yeah. and wasn't stopping it. Right, that's that's what it he was. wasn't like partaking. You know, you know, in those movies where in movies and shows where like a cop gets 
bribed to do something where they're like, no, man, I don't want to do it. But then they're like, oh, we'll kill your fucking family. Yeah. And then they have to cave because of that. I, I think he's so one he's of those. Like probably being blackmailed. He's, yeah, he's he's one of those guys. I mm-hmm. don't think he's the like. I don't think he would have was the type to get paid to do stuff. I think it was just the. I'm not gonna. I'll just pretend I didn't see stuff, kind of guy. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. He died. Yeah, he did, <laughs> and he lost his hand too. Yeah, that was gross. I mean, he wasn't gonna need it. Um, but yeah, as far as um. Josh Brolin goes. We watched Old Boy. You and I did. Like that one's really good. Um, I really like him in. Uh, I really enjoyed No Country for Old Men. I don't know if you've seen that one. Like, Does there's a, not sound familiar. Yeah, he's in a whole bunch of movies. I think I. I think I may have mentioned True Grit on the podcast. Probably. I don't think with you, but with Carla. Um, we were talking about. I think I brought up. Uh, uh, Haley Steinfeld. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that was, I think that was her, like, acting debut. Oh. It was in that movie. And, like, I'm pretty sure. It's one of those debuts where, like, you know, they just kill it, like, right away. Like, one of those, like, hard-to-live-up-to kind of moments. But. Yeah. But that one, uh, um, we did the Goonies on the podcast. He's, uh, he's in the Goonies. Yeah. Um. But yeah, another one of those guys where if he shows up, you can almost bet that it's going to be good. There's some exceptions to that for sure. I wasn't a huge fan of Jonah X. Neither was IMDb. Um, (laughs) But at any rate, um, Inherent Vice is one that I kind of want to get put on the wheel at some point. I saw that a while ago and that was pretty good. Um. I think with this... See, by looking at the actors, you can get inspiration on other movies to watch. Right. I think, well, a lot of the times our movies, our movie picks, uh, uh, especially the ones on the wheel, like are, there's some, you know... Yeah, there's like some connection, which... It happens like on accident a lot of the time, but it does happen. I mean, it's it's a fun way to like, if... It makes it easier. It makes it so you don't really have to think about it too much. Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, we'll just do that one. Or, oh, we'll just do that one. Kind of like how it was with this movie in Sahara. We just saw them and it's like, oh, let's do those. Yeah. Both ones that I haven't seen. So. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of... Uh, in terms of this kind of genre, though, I think... Uh, I think... A movie like this and a movie like Sahara, they aren't in and of themselves anything to necessarily... They're like, they're popcorn flicks, right? They're popcorn movies. They're... Yeah, like kind of what I was saying. Like you just put it on. Put it on. Just put it on. Yeah. I mean, because you're going to find the same kind of beats and same kind of plot line in a a lot of movies. Yeah. And it's just whatever one, it's most likely whatever one you saw when you were younger or saw first is going to be the one you think about the most Mm -hmm. or like have seen the most. Um, it's kind of like like literally like just a good pick for if you are scrolling on mm-hmm. streaming services and you're bored and you're looking for something to watch right I like this is a good pick Sahara was a good pick there's definitely bad picks out there yeah. so it's Granted, it's good to get some um, 
recommendations of course this one's no longer on streaming services at the moment <laughs> um but yeah. uh i'd recommend if you see it um while you're scrolling to watch it um the unfortunate thing about like recommendations for movies like these is there's so many people who are for some reason so particular about how they spend their watching time I would imagine there's plenty of people we know where we could suggest this movie. They could watch it and feel like they wasted their time because yeah. if if they aren't completely blown away, they feel like they're yeah. Like this isn't one that you would really um, go out of your way to like praise, right? Because it isn't like mm-hmm. um. That, I think it's not bad. Like I don't know, came, it's not it came, like above and beyond. It like, came from a different. Crazy. It came from a different time. I think in for sure, obviously did in movies. Where, like, I think now a movie like this wouldn't work in a theater. I don't think you'd get anyone to go to this movie. Like, if this probably movie were to come out in an exact form right now, I think people would be like, would probably say something along the lines of, like, this seems like a straight streamer type. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Which, like, <laughs> that's something you've said about some movies that come out. But yeah, when you have, like, freaking Oppenheimer, Barbie, right, like Taylor people, Swift. <laughs> people, like, expect. Movies coming out, like. That's like what gets people to go to the theater. Like right. this would not spectacle, get spectacle. Pe- like big. Yeah. Like, like um. Yeah. Exactly. This would not get people to go to the theater. Yeah. I even mean, some of the like, um, even some of the like bigger ones are like struggling. I feel like, or mm-hmm. like the one like Marvels like ones and DC stuff. Right. Well, struggling to. They're the problem they're running into is they've. I think set, we've talked about this before. Well, yeah. they've just set their expectation. The expectation is set so high now. Yeah. And they just, at this point, it's just about a m- turning money out. Yeah. I also think, um, like you were saying about this movie, how the plot is like, it is similar. Like, it's kind of generic, mm-hmm. I guess. And I think when people go to the theater, they want something they something, haven't seen a hundred times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, some, like, they see a trailer and it's like, ooh. Which is that seems interesting. Which is a big problem with seems superhero different. movies now. Yeah, it's with the exception of some, like they're all kind of the same. Yeah, like you yeah, know, yeah. there's. I feel that. Like I would, I would say the most recent, uh, um, even horror movies have been lacking lately. I feel like it's kind of. Yeah, but I feel so. Obviously, like like I was saying, there's a there's exceptions. Like the big, the biggest superhero exception for me recently, there's a couple, but like it, Guardians three was awesome because it yeah. it was it didn't feel so much like a superhero movie because there was actually you know a small grassroots kind of problem going on. Yeah. It's grassroots as far as those movies are concerned. Mm-hmm. But then like with horror movies too, like the big thing with horror movies is it doesn't matter if the formula is pretty much the same. It just has to be. It just has to be a different enough idea to, you know, you yeah, know, like we have a twist, right? Right, some sort of twist to it or twist change to one's it. Line? Yeah, like, <laughs> like I wasn't like you and I weren't particularly impressed with Insidious, no. but disappointed, and it's because the original couple are so. The original, Solid. the first two, right, are so good. And this was one that it just felt like there was 
the newer one felt like there were some kind of I don't there know. Was, it was just so. It was literally just so like generic. All like the, all the, like yeah. The the some something with the dad's past, whether it's yeah. you know the dad we see on screen or the dead dad. Like all about the yeah. dad, the dead, uh, the dead dad's past. And then there's some reconciliation, and we see like it's just some of the weird like I don't know. It just felt like a, a rehashing of the first two movies. Yeah, because it was the same kind of thing where like. Uh, memories repressed. Turns out we had like the, that's what the second the first movie we don't really have that. There it is there a little bit, but the second movie is all about the repressed past, right? I think. Yeah. And then we kind of that's, that's uh, more of like a, I guess probably a sequel, whatever you call like more than trilogy. What do you call those? What do you mean? You know, there's like a sequel. Well, I know what you, trilogy. I know what you, I know what you're saying, but like, what do you? Like, I'm what saying do you mean that's that? like what you get. Like, that's like a problem that you run into with yeah, those yeah, kind yeah. of that um, they have a hard time taking movies. a different direction. I would say the, I would say a, a good exception to that that where they took a complete different angle and it ended up being like just as good. Well, were and I think we've talked about these before too. Maybe not, but for sure off podcast we have. But Happy Death Day. Like the first one of that and the second one of that are two completely different movies, but they're yeah. both based around the same like Groundhog Day style, you know, restart the day. Yeah. It's like the same premise, but everything that happens beyond yeah. outside of it is different. Yeah. And it's different enough to one. keep it, you know, interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, something like this movie, Into the Blue, definitely would not. Um, yeah. You'd have to have some, you'd have to have some like tippy top of the food chain people oh let me take that back all you need what you would need for a movie like this to be to get people to go watch it you need one of two things you would either need someone super recognizable like who's like stood the test of time in their popularity i mean or, paul walker could have <laughs> yeah right or um you need one of these younger people who's on some hit crazy popular TV show or something uh, like a cast of those people, like the, like the tippy top of those people not like the supporting cast members. Nobody gives a shit about them. Yeah. But I think that's the only way you get that to work. And honestly, something like this, and I don't, I can't believe I would suggest this, but I think it would make the most sense. If you wanted to make Into the Blue now, if you wanted to do like a remake or something, you mm -hmm. do it as a series on Netflix. Yeah. Because you could, you can really yeah, draw, I, you can really draw out a limited the, series. I'd watch it. You, right. I mean, it doesn't <laughs> need to be, more it, it doesn't need to be a big ongoing thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you can make a limited, you could make a limited series on this where, you know, you have the, you know the main characters are looking for their treasure stuff they mm -hmm. have the like maybe that's the like at the start of it they have their friend come they get into all the same shenanigans but you can actually draw them out and make the interactions a little bit more compelling mm -hmm. but at the same time it would be a waste of time because it's really not that like I, I don't know i just think that's the only way this movie works now yeah because even then, I don't. I don't think anybody watches this movie. This movie doesn't draw numbers on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Again, unless there's people involved that are particularly popular. Along those lines, should we go into the segments and talk about like spinoffs, kill off? Yeah, sure. Um, 
let me let me premise or start off this the our segments by saying a movie like this for the for the our quotes segment is is kind of is is not gonna happen right yeah there's (laughs) it's there's nothing there's There's no no one-liners in this right in this one i mean uh, i'm sure there's one thing said here or there like a haha or a whatever but yeah i don't think i think there's just some movies that don't fit that particular segment very well but that being said we can get into we can get into i just figured we'd talk since we're kind of talking about oh it could be a series right what would um a spinoff look like i think i think a spinoff well they did they did make a sequel i think but oh yeah i garbage. actually think i did I'm see that it was garbage into do the you, blue to the reef feel like if you watch the like original and there is a spinoff and even if it is garbage you like you still feel it. like you want to watch it yeah i feel like this is one i feel like this is one where the sequel for this is one where like i would I wouldn't be able to sit down and just watch it. I feel like it would just have well, to be something that would be was like on. one of those things where you literally put it on in the background. Right. Or doing other stuff. But that's how I felt about what's that one uh movie I watched recently? Horror movie. With me? No, I thought I watched it by myself because you and Carla were talking about it. Carla watched it with like some of her friends. Oh, The Descent. Yeah. And there's a sequel on that, and I watched mm-hmm. that, and it was not very good. Mm-hmm. I think I feel the same way about Hostel. But I felt like I had to watch it, <laughs> is my point. <laughs> I feel like the, the same thing with Hostel. Like, Hostel probably didn't need a... Hostel's kind of like Saw, though, in the sense that it's kind of brutal for the sake of being brutal. So it makes... Is it the same cast? For... In the Into the Blue sequel? No. That's another thing. And it's like, okay, it's well, it's a, like a completely different movie, right. basically. You're you're banking on fans of the first one to want to see it. But it definitely wasn't like a theater release. I'm pretty sure it was just like a straight to, oh. straight to video deal. It has some recognizable um, people in it. Chris Carmack. He's um, on Grey's Anatomy. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't recognize the main girl. Do I do, but I don't know from what. Let me open up her page. Let's see what we got. Laura Vandervoort. Oh, Smallville. Remember from that? Not that I. I haven't seen all of it, but I've seen a bunch of it. Uh, I feel like I'm. I feel like there's something she was in that I really miss. And then, hey, she's in Jigsaw. We were just talking about Saw. <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. What? Siri. I'm thinking we're talking to her. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I'm not seeing a lot of other stuff that I would recognize. But anyway, it basically says so. It says into the blue to the reef is an American action thriller direct-to-video film and a sequel to the 2005 film Into the Blue. None of the cast from the first film returns, so the sequel only shares similar themes and situations to the original Into the Blue. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that's like barely a sequel. Then. Yeah. Can you even consider I mean, that a sequel? It's literally off. just like, they basically have to call it like a spin-off, spin-off or yeah. sequel because 
Otherwise, it'd be just copying, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if I, if I were to, if I were to um, do anything with this, again, I feel like there's a common theme, like, that I have with this, with talking about this particular thing is it would make more sense to have another movie in a similar kind of vibe that's not connected to it. But if I were to force one, I'm sure you could force like an origin story for Josh Brolin's character. Like to go prequel. I was always, I was going to say the same thing is like, even for any of the characters, I'd be like, I always find it interesting. Like what's, what happened? Like how'd they get here? Mm Mm-hmm. Basically, I think I think the most interesting person for that thought would be Josh Brolin, just because he's the only one who you can't you, like. You could imagine kind of a more fantastical kind of. It's the only means. one that like would make a good movie. Like he, it would be it would be the an origin story where a good guy goes bad. Yeah. Like, that's what it would be. Like, he, however, he was straight-laced, straight-shooter before, and kind of turning him into the bad guy that he becomes. That makes sense. I could see that being a thing. Um, as far as kill-off goes, I don't think we need the drug dealer. Like, I know it gives us the reveal for Josh, Josh Brolin when he's dead. But, oh, like, yeah. I feel like you could just have him be the whole guy the whole time. If things would have to be structured a little differently, mm-hmm. like them going out to the boat and being like, "Go get my drugs." Well, we need money if we're good. like that whole thing goes away. Yeah, but I feel like you, you could, could almost have had it. Else. You could have had it where, um, like Josh Brolin's character was like looking for this plane, and kind of like found it when they were like having their boat over there or whatever. Something like that. Like, basically, he already found it. Like, he already knew about it. Mm-hmm. Or and something. Then, and then, and it, then could become, he... it could become a thing where, like, he doesn't want them to know that he's the guy that needs it. Yeah. So, like, there could be the suspicions put in place where they're like, oh, well, what are you finding here? You know, there's... Yeah. Why don't you go somewhere else? Like, yeah. why do you need to be here? Yeah, I definitely could have uh, cut him out. Right. I mean, it's, it wouldn't have, it's not like he... It's not like it was a problem him being there no it's just if i had to pick something if we had to answer the right. the question right um, someone had to go budget cuts you know right. <laughs> or like if we wanted to make our own and we needed to make it just a little bit different <laughs> yeah <laughs> we, we can make into the blue movie when we go scuba <laughs> diving <laughs> just use a gopro or something yeah Hopefully there's no sharks because I don't want to get my butt bitten off. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I think usually those, I don't think, I would imagine not many people get attacked by sharks while they're doing that. Scuba diving? Yeah. Well, for sure if they're like doing it like through some sort of. Company? Yeah, company. Like yeah. they're they obviously probably... going in the safest areas. Yeah. Yep. Or it's, they probably could even somehow like. I don't know, block it off. Yeah, go to a, go to somewhere where they just know sharks literally won't or yeah. can't be. Yeah. Scuba diving. Oh my God. Oh. 
I would, I would, it would only be awesome if like there was a ton of fish. Like yeah, you were literally swimming with the fish. Like that's like my ideal, like idea of like why I would want to go. Like the only, the only, the only, or like one of the other things that you would run into is just a case of like, there's going to be so many rules. Like where I think just that's another one of the like things that kind of is easy to not think about. It's like where in this movie they're kind of going anywhere they want. How yeah, doing yeah, they want. no, that makes sense. There's a there's a movie. Um, there's a movie called Open Water. Let me see uh, when that came out. 2003. That's a that's a wild movie. These two like tourists go on a scuba diving trip out in the middle of the ocean. And they, they're doing like the, everybody's coming back in and they're doing the count, like they're counting people. But, um, for some reason, at some point, two people had to get back into the water. So then when they're counting people coming back in, they count the same people twice. So this couple gets left behind. So then the boat leaves and it's all about them like going crazy out in the middle of the ocean. Oh, damn. Is it like a horror movie? I mean, sort of. It's so lame. Like, oh, it's, it's lame. What's it called again? Open Water. It's just this couple like sitting out in the middle of the water. And you see <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. What are we going to do? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. And eventually I think they get oh, eaten yeah, by sharks at the thriller end. Thriller horror. It's only an hour and 20 minutes. Yep. I remember I, remember I watched this with my parents. Really? Um. Yeah, 2003, so I was like nine. You watched this horrible, mo- this horrifying movie well, when the, you were nine? Well, the funny thing, well, it probably was a little, it was probably like 10 or 11, because it was probably when it came out on video. We watched it, because we didn't watch it in theaters, so we watched it at home. Um, like, when they're at the hotel before they go, like, there's, like, the guy walks into the, like, walks into, like, the bedroom area, and, like, the the chick's just sitting there topless, like... Saying some stupid shit. Watch this with your parents. Yeah, yeah. That was I just that, I really remember that. And I remember my mom hitting my dad's shoulder and be like, Nice, Kirk, nice, or something like that. <laughs> like did he pick the movie or something? No, I don't I don't I don't remember the context oh completely. Gosh, I just funny. remember something along the lines of that happening. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, that, that look at that. That, just, that movie that movie spawned a couple of sequels. That's crazy. What's the rating of open water on on IMDb? It, a five point eight on IMDb. The sequel got a five point two, and then the third one got a four point two. I imagine these movies cost next to nothing to make. Like they have to be like, well, here I'm sure Wikipedia will tell us. Open water. Did this w- so the budget was somewhere between one hundred and twenty thousand to five hundred thousand, so less than a million dollars to make this movie. The box office fifty five million. Oh, so they got people. People went to it for sure, and obviously that is an insane return. That's that's crazy. So that's why the, that's why they people that's why those shit movies come out right. At the Saturn Awards, it got best horror or thriller film. Oh, it got nominated. And then the Saturn Awards best. Which actress. movie are you talking about right now? I'm talking about Open Water. Oh. So that was in theaters? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Was Into the Blue in theaters? Yeah, yeah. Did, for you, sure. did you see it? I don't think so, but I also don't know for sure. Mm. 
That was probably a DVD thing. Because my, my friend, um, he had older siblings, so it would make sense that they would watch it. Oh. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, any final thoughts on the movie? I've been been trying to think here less about less about this movie more about maybe what we, um some ideas for what to watch next but let's not make any promises because <laughs> <laughs> this is like the first time we planned ahead. we planned ahead and then that whole thing what i was saying earlier about um when we went to go look for it on the streaming service that gone. we saw it was gone and so then we like had to rent it because we were already like committed and he already posted about it on instagram so well, it was still a good watch. I wanted I wanted to watch it, and I probably would have eventually either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess. But yeah, so uh, speaking of Instagram, yeah, why don't you uh, tell the listeners where they can reach you? Yeah, uh, so you'll want to follow us on Instagram at uh, Twist Turns and One Liners. Uh, also, you can follow us on Twitter at TTOL Pod. Um, you can follow us on YouTube at Twist Turns and One Liners. And if you uh, have any feedback, feel free to email us at twistturnsoneliners at gmail.com. Um, also, feel free to leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you happen to be listening on. Um, from what I'm to understand, that goes a long way. So, And... Um... Feel free to comment or like make comments on what movies we should watch on these off weekends just to right. give us some ideas. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that we, we don't have, have our... to scroll through every single streaming service yeah. to find we have inspiration. Our, we have our bi-weekly wheels that Carla and I um, are doing, like I said, bi-weekly. But, uh, Continuing to do so. These, you can still hear Carla's voice. These off week, these, you know, odd numbered weeks are the perfect opportunity to um, kind of jump on some potential suggestions and feedback. So if you have any ideas, anything you want to, anything you want to hear our thoughts on or just get us to watch, feel free to leave that kind of feedback. But uh, until next week, have a good week, everybody. See you. Bye.